want to begin today in Genesis chapter 1. And Genesis is the last book of the Bible, right? Huh? Oh, okay, I'll just check it. Genesis chapter 1 and verse 27. Genesis 1 and 27. And these are not my words, these are God's words, right? So God created man in his own image. And in the image of God created he him. Now get this, male and female. Male and female created he them. Ladies, you are important. Men, you are important. And God created you. And God blessed them. Say the blessing isn't just on me. It's also among others. Hallelujah. And God blessed them and God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it. And here's the next part. And have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. Every moving thing. Folks, in these verses we learn that Almighty God created each of us in his own image with the expectation that we each learn to daily re replicate ourselves and honor him by becoming a living example of him in our lifetime. Say, I'm, I'm replicating God. Meaning I, I'm, I'm walking and I'm talking and I'm thinking like God. Say, God, in me, arise. Now, and when we daily read and meditate the word of God, his spirit is transferred to us. So we have his supernatural power working in and through us as well. Now, the next scripture I want to take you to is 3 John chapter 2. 3 John chapter 2. And this is so precious. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou may prosper and be in health. Eye contact. Eye contact. Look, look, look up here. No sickness, no disease is supposed to rule in your life. <laughs> no sickness, no disease is supposed to dominate your life. This is God talking to us. Uh, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health. So when sickness and disease shows up, say, devil, take your hands off of me. No place, devil, I shall live and not die. A long life. Say, I'm getting younger. I'm going to live a long life. Hallelujah. Because God said, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even, even as thy soul prospers. Now, I need your eye contact again. Your soul means your will, your emotions, and your intellect. And if you connect with the average person, their wills, their emotions, 
and their intellect are on uh, interesting places. Their will, their emotions, and their intellect can be all over the place. And if the enemy can get your will and your emotions and your intellect in the wrong place, when the doctor tell you you're going to die, you'd be saying, oh, maybe I am. No, because it's affecting your will, your emotions, and your intellect. I know y'all like TV, but some stuff you, you can't watch. I, I know you listen to, there's some things you don't need to listen to, especially when your will and your emotions and your intellect are on uh, low levels. And you ain't spend no time in no word. We ain't spend no time in praise and worship and all you've been in, in cuss zone, in fuss zone, in argue zone, your will, your emotions, and your intellect. Are you getting that? That means you can come to church and I can feed you, but if you don't go and feed yourself during the week, you become depleted. Come to Bible. Study the word. Folks, all will. Okay. In 3 John 2, we are given clear heart desire of God. That is that we each prosper and be in health even as our soul prosper. Our wills, our emotions, and our intellects have to mature so that prospering becomes the daily flow by doing that the opposite does not happen because we are taken captive by the devil and his host without any real resistance on our part. Um, eye contact. Have any of you been in, in any tests and trials that you conquered? Have you had any victories in your life? So some things don't bother you the way that they used to. Hey, say I'm growing up. I'm growing up. Some things don't bother me like they used to. I'm growing up. When's the last time you celebrate that? Hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together. I'm growing up. Hallelujah. Now let's be clear. The Lord does want and desire each of us to prosper and be in health for a real daily consistency. Prosperity is a real kingdom benefit available to us as we learn to work together with the Lord with the help of the Holy Spirit. Second Chronicles 26, the next scripture. Second Chronicles 26 and verse 5. And this is so precious. It says, And he sought God in the days of Zechariah, who had understanding in the visions of God. And as long as he sought the Lord, as long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. My God. Here in 2 Chronicles 26 and 5, we learn the important daily making a commitment to seek the Lord so we too can prosper as a daily part of who we are. This person, Urziah, was 16 years old when he was made king in the room of his father, Amaziah. But the secret to his success was his daily practicing, seeking the Lord. And by doing that, the Lord made him to prosper. Likewise, if we expect to truly prosper in life, we must daily practice seeking the Lord. 
until his wisdom becomes ours so we can indeed prosper in every area of the life. So today, I come with a message entitled, Huh, Living the Prosperous Life, Prospering by Faith. Living the what? Prosperous life, prospering by faith. Hebrews 11 and six, you know this by heart. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Oh my God. This verse expresses clearly that our way to please Almighty God requires us to learning to stay in faith and not feeling and fear. Oh my God. 2018 and beyond, there will be a warfare between our flesh and our spirit even more intensely as we draw closer to the Lord's return. So today I want us to focus our attention on prospering by faith so we can indeed soar in our purpose and serve with love. Say, say neighbor, you ain't the only one going through. In this life, there are trials and tribulations. But when you gonna learn to be of good cheer? Cause God got you and I got you too. And angels are standing in charge and no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And say the battle is the Lord's. Stop fighting everything. Acts 19. Acts 19 and verse 13. Oh, this will bless you. Acts 19 and verse 13. Now listen to this, it's so important. Then certain of the vagabond Jews, exorcists, took upon them to call over them which had an evil spirit, the name of the Lord Jesus, saying, we adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preached, whom Paul preached. And there were seven sons of one Sceva, a Jew, and chief priest, which did so. And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. But who are you? Look at you and say, say neighbor. Uh, would an evil spirit say, Paul, I know. Jesus, I know. But who are you? If they roll their eyes at you, you, you got the answer. And the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them and overcame them and prevailed against them. So they fled out of that house naked and wounded. And this was known to all the Jews and the Greeks also dwelling in emphasis. And fear fell on them all and the name of the Lord Jesus was magnified. And many that, and many that believed came and confessed and showed their deeds. These verses alert us to the fact that evil spirits know when a person is operating in the flesh and not the spirit of God. Oh, eye contact. Um, if you don't spend no time praying, 
and you don't spend no time in the word, when devils show up, you might need to, you, you might need to shift. Cause you, 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 them deep, they gonna eat you alive. They know when, you, when you're walking in the spirit and they know when you're walking in the flesh. Amen. And you need to know when you're in the flesh and not in the spirit. Okay. Said another way, evil spirits know when a person is practicing magic, magic, instead of real faith that pleases God. Now, come on, folks. You, you, you've been with, with some folk, and they come to church, and, 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 and you, you, they, they about as saved as, 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 uh, as the door is. <laughs> and, and, and they're talking about the Lord. They can quote scripture and, and write scripture, but when the devil shows up, they act more like the devil than God. Oh, my goodness. Hallelujah. When I'm sanctified, I'm full of the Holy Ghost. Yeah, but what ghost are you full of? Is it the Holy Ghost or, the, or is it magic? <coughs> well, for that very reason, many who simply come to church and just go through the motions while they are here and leave expecting to prosper and be in health fall short because of using charms, spells, rituals to attempt to produce supernatural events. Now, you know, there are all kinds of books now. You know, a little magic here, a little voodoo, blah, blah, blah. but that ain't God. It's not God. The God I know is in the B-I-B-L-E. These exorcists were operating outside the faith realm, expecting to get kingdom results without having to totally surrender their lives to Almighty God. Now, what I want to get you to understand is God loves you. He loves us. There is no condemnation in God. The enemy keeps making it seem like, man, you can't do it. You can't, you, you, you just, you just, da, da, da. Wait a minute. All have sinned. All have sinned and come short. It's the grace of God, unmerited, unearned, huh? Acts of favor. Say, 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 neighbor, did you wake up this morning? God love you. That's a miracle right there. Hallelujah. That's real, folks. That's real. That's real. That's real. All right. Now let's go to Matthew 15, 32. Let's go. Matthew 15, 32. Let me give you the next example. It says, then Jesus called his disciples unto him and said, get this, I have compassion on the multitude because they continue with me now three days and have not nothing to eat. And I will not send them away fasting, lest they faint in the way. And his disciples said unto him, which should we have so much bread in the wilderness as to fill so great multitude? And Jesus said unto them, how many loaves have you? And they said, seven and a few little fishes. And he, came, and he commanded the multitude to sit down on the ground. He took the seven loaves and the fish, gave thanks, gave thanks, he took the little and gave thanks. How many times do you thank the little? Hmm? Or complain about the little? He took the seven loaves and fish, gave thanks and broke them and gave to the disciples and the disciples to the multitude. And they did all eat. Something got blessed because he blessed, he said thank you for what he had. And they were filled. And they took up the broken meat 
that was left seven baskets full. And they that did eat were 4,000 men. 4,000 men? Huh? Besides women and children. These verses remind us that with faith, we too can prosper the God way. Now, what I'm trying to impart to you is, I don't care where you are now, give thanks for everything. Give thanks for everything. In everything, give thanks. But in, every, in everything, give thanks. Because when you thank God, the blessing comes. When you complain about it, then that's the, that, that, oh, the enemy got you. One of the key revelations, my God, this reminds us that, you know, with faith we too can prosper the God way. One of the key revelations we each need to grasp in living the prosperous life is that our faith flow must also have compassion as an active part of its flow. Compassion? Meaning deep awareness of the suffering of another couple with the wish to relieve it, with the wish to relieve it. Here we discover the motive to consistently sow so we can reap the harvest. Say, say my blessing isn't just for me. It's so I can bless somebody else. Hallelujah. See, if you've ever been through a test and trial, the Lord sometimes to see, to take you to the next level will send somebody going through the same test and trial you pass to see how you're going to treat them. Oh, oh, will you have compassion or will you just act, well, you know, act like you're better than them? No, no, no. The Lord, to graduate, the Lord will send somebody who's going through the same thing you, that you've been through to see whether or not you're going to have compassion. And you know, church folk, you know, we, yeah, praise the Lord, hallelujah, praise God. And compassion is, we don't want nobody to know we done been through what they're going through. That ain't right. We all go through tests and trials. And we need to be able to share, you know what, yeah, I've been there. I thought I was, yeah, yeah, I was crazy too, da, da, da. But look what God has done. See that, that confirmation, hallelujah. Say God is good all the time. <laughs> Jesus was a master sower as well as a master reaper. Jesus modeled faith to his disciples so that they could catch it and learn that with faith, nothing would be impossible. Likewise, we each must learn that faith in God makes all the difference when you apply it the God way. Another key to our faith walk is learning to give thanks for the little so the little can multiply and prosper that the God way. Um, let's do that right now. Say, Lord, Lord I, thank you I thank you for every little thing, every little thing that, I that I already have. I thank you. I, thank you. I, repent, I repent for not returning, for not returning to, say to say thank you for the little things. The little things. But I'm thanking you now. Thank you, thank you, Lord, for now. For now. I'm thanking you. Now watch the blessings flow. Hallelujah. Living the prosperous life requires that we learn to daily give thanks in everything. Say in everything. That way we trick the devil and his host and the angels assigned to us, huh, that want to make the impossible happen 
stop it from happening. And, you know, uh, I don't know about you, but I like to trick the devil. Do the opposite of what he wants me to do. Hallelujah. Do the opposite of what he wants me to do. And, and, and watch him get mad. Hallelujah. And when he gets mad, I get joy. Unspeakable joy. Amen. Genesis 26 and 12. Oh, this is so precious. Genesis 6, 6, 26 and 12 says this. Then Isaac sowed in the land and received in the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. And the man waxed great and went forward and grew until he become, became very great. For he had possessions of flocks and possessions of herds and great stores of servants, and the Philistines envied him. Now, as I begin to close today, let me again remind each of us that real faith gives us confidence in the most difficult times and the most difficult seasons so that we continue sowing, believing Almighty God, so somehow multiplying all that we have so we can do it and again and again and again for his glory and honor. He gets all the glory and we have joy and not like any good thing. Say, say, say the next time I'm in a test, I'm going to bless the Lord. I'm going to give thanks and keep my joy and keep my joy. I said, I'm going to keep my joy. Hallelujah. Hebrews 11 and 1, you know what it says. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now hope, now get this, to wish for something with expectation of its fulfillment, to look forward with confidence or expectation. Now, you know the story, Matthew 9 and verse 20. Matthew 9 and verse 20. Oh, Holy Spirit, help them to get this. And behold, a woman which was diseased with an issue of blood, 12 years. How long? How long? Came behind him and touched the hem of his garment. Now, wait a minute. What made this woman who had this disease for 12 years all of a sudden say, I'm going to touch the hem of his garment? Hope. 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 She said within herself, if I but touch his garment, I shall be whole. So she internally said, if I can but touch his garment, she was hoping. But Jesus turned about and when he saw her, he said, daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith, thy faith had made thee whole. And the woman was made whole from that hour. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. 12 years with a disease. No money, she done lost everything, everything. And she just hears about Jesus. And she starts meditating and saying, now if I can just touch him, something going good going to happen to me. What are you hoping for that you can't see yet, but it's going to happen? What are you hoping for that you don't see it yet, but it's going to happen? That's how faith rolls. Okay, I always use the example. You work on a job. They tell you they're going to pay you. You be hoping, right? 
that they're going to be paying you, right? And you be meditating on what you're going to do with, come on. How come you can do it with a paycheck, but you can't do it with a, another situation? You can, you can, oh, I, I, I got that. I got hope for a paycheck, but uh, 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 a new car, a new house, a new job, hoping and seeing yourself in that and calling things that be not as though they are until they are. Say, say every day, I'm calling things that be not as though they are because I'm the head and not the tail. Above only, above only, and not beneath. I'm so blessed. It makes the devil mad. Hallelujah. But it makes me glad. Hallelujah. I'm getting strong in the Lord and the power of his might. I can do all things through Christ who weakens me. Oh, oh, who strengthens me. Amen. Folks, without hope in God, there will be no real prosperity by faith. So beware of faith dashers. Hmm. That is why the devil and his host constantly work overtime to steal the hope of the sons and daughters of Almighty God. So their hope in God seems never to work as fast as they desire. Now, here's a master key. When it seems like what you're warning is on delay, keep speaking life to it. Stop allowing yourself to get frustrated because of demonic delays and tell the devil, take his hands off of what belongs to you, but keep speaking life to the situation. Guess what? Because then you lose your angels and God watches over his word to perform it. And sometimes it may take weeks, sometimes it may take months, but sometimes it may take years, but it's still coming because his promises are yes and amen. Hallelujah. There is no delay in God. God is a now God, he's a now God, he's a now God. But if you ain't gonna talk now, now you're gonna be, no, 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 now. Say, I'm blessed now. I'm blessed now. I am so blessed. I am exceedingly happy because I'm blessed now. Hallelujah. So to prosper our faith, you must stay hopeful until the manifestation is accomplished the God way, the God way, the God way. Meaning there's some things that God is not letting you go into because you ain't ready for it yet. But when, you're, but, but when he knows you're ready, guess what? It'll be wonderful. Hallelujah. Say, God, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. God, I'm ready. Send the blessing now. Living the prosperous life, prospering by faith. Number one, prospering by faith will not allow us to replace faith with magic. Say, say faith. It's not about magic. It's about believing God. Secondly, prospering by faith will require us to operate in compassion the same way Jesus did. Now, this, this is a real grow-up place. Um, the next time you get blessed, um, ask the Lord who you can bless somebody else with. The next time the Lord does something for you, say, now, Lord, now who can I bless with what you've done for me? 
Uh-huh. Say, say, God. The next time I get blessed, you tell me who to bless. And I will bless them. All right? Third, prospering by faith will require us to consistently, huh? So consistently, even in famine, with a confidence that Almighty God will honor it with supernatural increase. Now, now here's, here's what I'm going you know, the Bible said, bring all the tithes into the storehouse and he'll open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. But when you broke and when you are barely making it, the devil will say, you don't need to tithe. You can't even pay your bills. You don't need to, no, 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 no. In famine, so. In famine, so. And say, God, I thank you because I know there's a harvest coming. I know you promised me that if I would sow, I would reap and bind the thief. Tell him to take his hands off of your resources and Holy Ghost, bring them to me. Let's do that right now. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, we bind the thief. Devil, take your hands off our resources. Loose them and restore sevenfold what you've stolen from us now in Jesus name we command you restore sevenfold now now not tomorrow now in Jesus name Holy Ghost make it happen angels go get it bring it to us now now hallelujah Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And finally, prospering by faith will require you to stay hopeful until the manifestation of what you're believing for is accomplished. Say, that's me. Living the prosperous life, prospering by faith in Jesus' name. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Look to your right and to the left and say, I'm prospering. I'm prospering. And, so and so are you. Say, I'm prospering. I'm prospering. And, so and so are you. I said, I said, I said, I said I'm, prospering. I'm prospering. And so are you. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Say, put a smile on your face. You so blessed and highly favored. I can see it all over you. Blessing. Blessing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And prosperity, prosperity. All, over you. all over you. Hallelujah.